Your shelf or mine, where timeless questions are answered. If you have a cold hot pocket, is it just a pocket? If croutons are stale bread, why are they kept in airtight packages? A local podcast dedicated to entertainment and never following the plan. From the well-read minds of the Longview Public Library, your shelf or mine. I'm Becky. I'm Elizabeth. And you're listening to Your Shelf or Mine. Today, we are going to be talking about stuff that's happening in the library in June, particularly summer reading, because that's our entire lives. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And a reading challenge book for this week. Correct. Which is? Book with the color in the title. Whoa. Yeah. And... Um, it was just my birthday. That's right. We're getting an update on the Lady Gaga situation. Yeah. Do you want me to just jump in with... You can, because I think we left off with you were heading there, so <laughs> go for um, it. So I went to Las Vegas and met some friends that I went to grad school with. And I hadn't seen them in a long time. So we had like a reunion, and that was really nice. We like had Korean barbecue and then went to a Korean karaoke bar. Oh, fun. And sang for like two and a half hours. Saturday night and then Lady Gaga's songs. We sang a lot of Lady yeah. Gaga songs mm-hmm. for sure. Gotta gear up. Yeah. Well, like just a little warm up. <laughs> and then we saw her Sunday night. Fantastic. So the show, her Las Vegas residency, she's doing two different kinds of shows, and one is a pop show called Enigma. Ooh, puzzling. Um, <laughs> good one. <laughs> and the other show is jazz and piano mm-hmm. and that's the one that we saw mm-hmm. and it was really cool yeah. it was like she had a full jazz band so what are some of the songs that you actually heard so she only sang four of her original songs mm-hmm. and then mostly jazz standards like she's saying ladies a tramp okay she's saying um, so old school jazz yeah okay she's saying someone to watch over me okay. which made everybody cry Aww. she was crying on stage Aww. it was really good <laughs> um New York, New York, oh, okay. Lush Life. Okay. Yeah. So, And then the four songs of hers that she sang were Bad Romance, Born This Way, Poker Face, and Paparazzi. And the, so those are like some of her earlier ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those were all like new arrangements. Okay. And most of those, all of those except for Paparazzi was just her on the piano for those ones. Right. Um, but... For paparazzi, they did this whole like jazz arrangement. Wow. It was really cool. It was uh, like rocking. And then a, a piano player, drummer, and um, a trumpet trumpeter. Mm-hmm. And he was amazing. Was he? Yeah. So he is her friend. They've been playing together for a really long time. She said to me personally, "No, it's just <laughs> at the cafe." Yeah. <laughs> um. And he does like an after hours show at one of the like bars. Just downtown. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And so she was like, hey, I think his name is Brian or something. Okay. Like he's going to be doing his jazz show after this at the Nomad. Mm-hmm. And she's like, maybe I'll be there. Um, so, of course, everybody in the so theater. So I think it was went. already sold out mm-hmm. when she said that. Okay. I know that based on what some stranger yelled out. Right. Sold out. But she did end up going there, and she sang, like, three or four songs with him. Oh, how funny. Um, But I was like, geez, this guy's going to play trumpet for two and a half hours. yeah. And then go. He's got really good chapstick. Yeah. (laughs) Do it again. 
like yeah. an hour later? Yeah. Okay. That's, he's He has to have been doing it for a very long time mm-hmm. to be able to sustain that. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it was just really, it was really amazing. Yeah, that's a wonderful birthday. Yeah. And then um, I came home. Yay. Yeah. My mom and I went because it was her birthday last on May 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took her to the new uh, floaty place in town. Okay. You know where you, you just like get in a pod and you float in the salt water? It's like a no sensory deprivation really? type of thing. Uh-huh. There's a new one in town. Our town. Yeah. No way. It's just like behind the post office. You need to stop. Um, so we went there and floated. Like where the old chamber was? I don't know. Oh. It's like by the bridal place. Oh. Oh. Like next like, door. Next, like it mm-hmm. used to maybe be like a dentist or okay. something like that. Very curious. Yeah. Wow. How was that? It was cool. Yeah? Yeah. Did uh, you float? Yeah. You fl- it's like, I don't know the math. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of salt. So right. you float. He said it's like more salt than the Dead Sea. Whoa. So you're just like blown on the top. Like uh-huh. you couldn't sink if you wanted to. Wow. Yeah, and you float there for like an hour. And there's no other anything happening. You're just in this pod. Yeah. Like you can you can ask him to play music oh, okay. if you All want. Right. If you want it. Okay. It's not like But just... it's like you you know, you're supposed to like meditate. Oh. Well <laughs> Or just think. <laughs> just float there Is and that think a good thing. Think about things. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, it was really so cool. So it's warm. Mm-hmm. It's assume. body temperature. Okay. Um, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. They just opened. Oh, huh. But I've been noticing them on like Instagram because they oh, well, and I don't use yeah. that anymore. So yeah, so we're left out of marketing. For, forever Float. Oh, fun. Yeah, it was cool. Is it next to the Forever Fit Gym? It's like down the street. That's so, funny that they would have yeah. the same names. Yeah. That's hilarious. So we did, we did that, and then we went to McMinimins for dinner. Oh, nice. You know, we tried to go to McMinimins for um, Matilda's graduation, uh-huh. so we called in to make reservations, and then they called me back later that afternoon and said, I'm sorry, we're not taking reservations mm-hmm. today. Made a mistake. <laughs> and they only take, like, a certain number of reservations and leave the rest open for Something walk-ins. Like that, yeah. yeah. Well, we went at, like, you know, it was almost 8 o'clock, so... Oh. It was really easy to get a seat. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I never parked this close here ever before. Well, and you guys were super relaxed, so it wouldn't matter mm-hmm. if you had to wait or not. <laughs> okay, just woke up from a nap. <laughs> a salty nap. <laughs> um, wow, I'm going to put that on my list of things to do this yeah. week. That's going to be awesome. I have the day off tomorrow. And then they have like a special. Uh, do they? Yeah, like a grand opening. And it's called Float. Forever float. Yeah. Okay. I'm writing it down. All right. It was cool. And I have another float too to use. I have three floats. Oh, you you purchased floats. Mm-hmm. That's what you do in a package. Uh, no, I just I kind of made a mistake and oh, overpaid. So you, so. <laughs> so you have one extra. So I have an extra. Okay, nice, perfect. <laughs> you can get a package, but you don't oh, okay. have to. You can oh, okay. Just get one. You just get one. Yeah. To try the float. Right. If you don't like the float, you don't, don't have don't to go do back, it again. <laughs> and then, so my birthday never ends. And then last night, Daniel and I went and saw Booksmart. Oh right, he told me you guys were doing that. So. So it was hilarious. Like the movie was really funny. Yeah. It was also funny because like we got there, we're the only people there. And then this um, older couple come in, and then they left, like, halfway through. Oh. And, like, obviously, 
I don't know. I don't ever think I've never n- ever noticed people just like walking out Leaving of a movie the theater, before. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't think they're coming back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the drama. I, I wonder why they were well, not I mean, it's just like a kind of a raunchy teen comedy. Oh, uh, so that's probably what it's did probably it. like yeah. not what they're expecting. It's probably not book smart in the sense of book smart. Yeah. So it's like the girls mm-hmm. worked really hard all through high school, like buckled down, super driven mm-hmm. and um, to get into like Ivy League schools. And they did. Right. And then like the last day of high school, they found out. So did all these like people they thought were like slackers at school, oh. too. And they're like, what have we done? We missed out on everything. Oh, no. We're going to party all night. Mm-hmm. And so it's one night. It's one night. It was really funny. That's hilarious. Cool. So, um, and then probably I'll do more stuff for my birthday forever. Well, June's a long month. Mm -hmm. It's actually short, but (laughs) still got many, many days left. I'm going to go see uh, Lucinda Williams at the zoo on the 22nd. Oh, fun. Yeah, I'm so excited. Huh. She's doing like a 20th anniversary special of Car Wheels on a Gravel Road. Huh. So she just is singing that album, which is what I know. The whole album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. So yeah, birthday number ends. So that's uh, just out on the on the green out at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. My parents got like VIP tickets. My dad bought them for their anniversary. Oh. And I was like, how dare you? Uh, I bought tickets for this and then not even told me she was going to be oh there. So I got like lawn seats. Yeah. <laughs> You can wave to your parents. I mean, I just spent a bunch of money to go see Lady Gaga. I right. Don't need to you don't need VIP that. it all up. All you of start the time. feeling well, and you did float. Mm-hmm. You start feeling like that's your world. Just real fancy. <laughs> You're so posh. <laughs> that's funny. So, other than Becky's birthday celebration <laughs> for the month, there's a couple of things going on. Uh-huh. So on June 14th, summer reading starts. Summer reading starts. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and that's for. Big people and little people. Yeah. So I brought to the studio this brochure. It's got a cute squirrel in a rocket ship mascot on it. Thank you, Michael King. Yes. And the calendar on the inside. Mm -hmm. So we start on the 14th. The kids and adults can track their reading and enter twin prizes. Mm -hmm. And then our events start the following week on... Rocket Babies Baby Storytime starts on Wednesdays, so the first day is June 19th. And then Jan Hansen, formerly of Longview Public Library, will be returning to do a puppet show. Mm-hmm. So she's got like a, a vintage trailer called Celerity Puppetry. And she's going to be doing a space-themed puppet show. Mm-hmm. And that's like her, her kickoff family event. Yep. And then the fun continues all summer long. Yep, until... Um, our last event is our grand finale picnic, and that's June 30th. By June the... 30th? No, July 30th. Excellent. <laughs> Good catch. Mm-hmm. And then the last day to pick up your prizes is August 3rd. Wonderful. So the adult program runs the exact same schedule, so there's a little consistency. Mm-hmm. So we're starting on the 14th, and then we have weekly prizes up through the 26th. And then a grand prize from all county entries will be drawn. And I think the winner will be announced on the 3rd of August. And we have three 10-inch Kindle Fires to give away. Those are the nice ones. Those are the nice ones. We Good for reading comic books. For anybody who's listening, Amazon had a huge sale on 10-inch 
oh. Kindles, and we got them for a great price. And you should watch that because you too, if you don't win, mm-hmm. you could probably get one. Well, I heard a rumor that if you put one of those Kindle Fires in your cart and then leave it for a few days, Amazon will email you a coupon. I will try that because I need a new tablet. Mm-hmm. So let's experiment. I'll yeah, do that okay. and we'll see what happens. Um, Jennifer and I went to Office Max or Office Depot, whatever. Yesterday, we were looking for a paper and they didn't have what we wanted. But I was like, let's peep over at these laptops because mm-hmm. they have this like kind of fold over the keyboard. Right. Yeah. And they're like, I thought they were more expensive than they mm-hmm. are. Matilda has one of those that you can convert to a tablet mm-hmm. and the keyboard will flip all the way around. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's Does a she like Dell. It? It's, it's okay. It, she wants something a little bit more robust, but for it served its purpose. Uh-huh. I think that it is poorly designed mm-hmm. because when you grab it on the side where you normally grab a laptop mm-hmm. to pick it up, that's where the power button is. It's not on the back oh, end. Oh, so, you are like so you're always clo- turning it uh-huh. off. It's, it's like so poorly designed. Mm-hmm. So On the laptop I currently have, which I don't like that much, the delete button on the keyboard and the power button are like right next oh to each gosh. other. Oh, my gosh. Who thinks these things? I don't know. They really ought to talk to people. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. <laughs> When I just recently bought a new laptop because mine died, and I, if you don't know this about me already, I hate spending money. Mm -hmm. It's something I hate to do. So I went shopping over at Office Max slash Depot and um, was just looking for, okay, what can I get that's going to serve my purpose but not cost me an Mm -hmm. arm and leg? And so I found this HP, and I bought it, and I took it home, and it's I I wanted a smaller one because I had a huge one. And so I wanted a smaller footprint. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended up getting like a 14-inch one. But I find myself missing the keypad mm-hmm. on the side. I'm like, dang That's it. That's one of the things I don't like about my laptop is when I bought it, it was like five, four years ago. Okay. Um, and I was like, yeah, I want one that's small and lightweight. And this is like too small, oh. too lightweight. <laughs> and the keyboard is all scrunched together. Yeah. And I'm like, I want a big one. Yeah. I've got a full-size keyboard, but I don't have the 10 key on the side, which I did on mm-hmm. my other one. And I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, I don't have to write as many papers as I used to. So it's not as bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think Matilda is now looking for something that is a more traditional laptop and not one of those convertible mm-hmm. ones. So, But if you want a real user review, you can ask her what she thought. All right, I will. So we also have on June 15th, because I think this will come out on June 13th. Uh, I think so. Yep. Um, if I remember. On June 13th. <laughs> Becky will remember. On June 15th, we have a QuickBooks class. So you will probably even have time to sign up for it. It is Introduction to QuickBooks, and it's the SCORE class. They're bringing in a QuickBooks user to teach you how to set things up and why you would even want to use QuickBooks. Because maybe you don't. She'll let you know. Um, Your friend from the Friends really loves QuickBooks. She really does. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about Linda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she really does. She really loves it. <laughs> she thinks it's the bomb. <laughs> yeah. And and for their purposes, it's yeah. it's right on. Yeah. Um, and then June twenty sixth, 
we have a musical uh, yeah. presentation, Nicole Stromzo and Dorian Michael. So has he been here before? He was here last year okay. without her. Um, so I was trying to remember if I'd seen him here before or if it was some time else in my past. No, it was here. Okay. And he does kind of blues standards. Yeah. So, And she does jazz and blues and R&B. So um, we're looking forward to a really entertaining mm-hmm. concert. And um, that is courtesy of the Friends of the Library? It certainly is. Wow. Yeah. They're so great. They really are. Yeah. Well, if we're doing shout outs for the support that we get, the foundation has uh, provided us with all of the prizes and T-shirts for the adult summer reading program. Mm -hmm. So shout out to the foundation. Yeah. And the foundation is um, supplying us with like hundreds, thousand books, both to add to our library collection over the summer, but also to give away to kids who are reading. Right. So, yeah. We've had a couple... um, like yesterday, Jennifer and I were at Olympic school mm-hmm. and we did an assembly. And then so I took like 10 questions at the end. And one of the kids was like, if I don't have to pay for it, who is paying for it? So we got to do like a little civics lesson. Oh, yay. <laughs> Good. And speaking of civics, you're <laughs> always welcome to come check out the civics engagement corner at the library. We're planning for some community conversations at the end of the summer, which I will bring up mm-hmm. later, and uh, more Humanities Washington speakers early fall. So keep an eye out. Fun. It is fun. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do you what? want me to tell you? Spider? Speaking. No, <laughs> I wouldn't react like that. But... Um, I don't remember if I mentioned it before, but the foundation actually also uh, just gave us funding to create small business toolkits. Oh, right. I think, yeah. you, I think you have mentioned that. Did I mention that? So we're, we're going to have five different toolkits uh-huh. that are very much like themed mm-hmm. boxes downstairs in the kids area where you can check out one box and it has all kinds of different tools, books, material, toys, etc., I don't think we're going to put toys in this small business one, no, but like fidget maybe. spinners <laughs> and abacus yeah, for the accounting like one. Dunking birds. <laughs> yeah, right. No toys. So, <laughs> but we're going to have five of them. So I am building the the kits right now. So by the end of summer, early fall, we'll be able to have these toolkits in rotation mm-hmm. for circulation. We're going to be adding new theme kits for kids. Um, oh my gosh, we should do it all together. Early fall. Yeah, maybe I'll go. I'll Oh, oh my gosh. Maybe Becky will speak <laughs> clearly. Um, our goal should have to have it done for library card sign-up month. Oh, absolutely. So September, keep your eyes out. Yeah, I think that's great. And then we'll have an open house invitational. Whoa. Yeah. Did I tell you about my idea for like a November program? No. Um, I talked to Chris about it and then Angela a little bit and Jennifer. It was just to do like a book talking program. Oh, fun. And to invite everybody on staff. And you know, like some people are shy. Like, right. So they'd have to be real encouraged to do it. Right. But to just talk about books that they recommend that we have in the library so people can check them out or maybe get some ideas for gifts right. for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. And then have like refreshments. That'd be fun. For people. Wouldn't that be fun? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you can look forward to that. <laughs> That would be great. I'm already thinking. Like, what would you... What would I talk about? Because yeah. the books that I like are quite diverse. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it would be a... Mm-hmm. And we could just do the whole, like, from picture books to, I don't know, westerns. That's, I guess, the uh, opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, absolutely of opposite. Picture books exactly. to me. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. 
Oh, I guess I will tell you a little bit about this leadership boot camp that I've been mm -hmm. promoting over the last few weeks. Um, I went to the third session last Friday and it was all about organizational culture. And two of the books that the presenter recommended for further reading were Mindset um, with the author Carol Dweck, D-W-E-C-K, and um, Tribal Leadership, which is written by David Logan and others. Mm. I couldn't get Mindset. I'm on the list to get it in a couple of turns. But I did already listen to Tribal Leadership. And if you at all, are at all interested in identifying ways to make the culture of your organization more positive, I would recommend you look at that book because it talks about the different levels in which people are currently living. So did you listen to that on, on Libby? I listened to that on Hoopla. Hoopla. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like Hoopla's great and stuff, but... I find myself like losing my place in there, like I'm just having to remind myself to like bookmark all the time. Oh right, yeah. So I don't know about your guys's cars, but mine will allow me to listen to my books through my radio, mm -hmm. and so I just get in my car, and if it's on Libby, it just automatically connects. And it's like Bluetooth. if it's on Hoop, yeah, it's on Bluetooth. Oh. If it's on Hoopla, I have to to remind it to connect and then it tries to start where it started last time. So if I don't remember to stop it before I turn off my car, I have to start where we started last time. So I spend half of my time <laughs> fast forwarding to face. the correct spot. What was the name of that one? Tribal Leadership. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. Well, I also want to take a minute to um, thank the Hillsborough Public Library, too, mm -hmm. because Chris and I recently went down to their library to see all of the fantastic changes they're making in terms of how their library functions. And I do believe we came away with some pretty good ideas. And they took a lot of time out of their days and spent a lot of time answering all of our questions. And we can't thank them enough. Cool. Yeah, it was amazing. And we had good lunch. What did you have for lunch? We had Mexican. I had a chile relleno. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know what Chris had. You can ask him. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> hey, what'd you have for lunch? Um, hey, remember last week? Oh, I guess it was just the other day. Yeah. So um, I've read some really good books lately. Let me tell you. I want to hear this. So um, some of... I. Some of them are going to be added into the library through summer reading, like read into the collection. I read this book about beavers. It's called Beavers, and it's in this series called The Superpower Field Guide. Ooh. And it was so, like, it's funny, but also you learn so much about beavers. Yeah. And it's, like, illustrated kind of like a vintage illustration style, um, kind of like Hannah Barbara Barbara. Hannah Barbara. Barbara. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, here's some fun facts about beavers. I'm just, like, both of these books I'm going to tell you about are books where I just came away with lots of fun facts to annoy people with. But, like, did you know? <laughs> so, like, beavers have, like, a, a lips behind their front teeth. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? I did know that. Did I tell Be you that? No, or? because their teeth don't stop growing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they do, so, like, they can hold a stick in their mouth like this. And not um, get water. And not get water mm -hmm. in it because they have lips behind their teeth. That's amazing. I never knew that. It's so weird. <laughs> 
and they have like on their eyes, uh-huh. like second eyelids, like clear eyelids, right. like they close like from the sides. Wow. So it reminds me a little bit of Men in Black when that he catches the alien. Do you remember that part? And his <sighs> eyes go and he says, those are gills. No, I don't oh, remember. Right. Man, it's been a long time yeah. since I've been in a book. <laughs> um, so definitely recommend that book. And another one I liked a lot was um, this book called Apollo 8, The Mission That Changed Everything. Wow. And this was also a kid's nonfiction book about Apollo 8. So Apollo 8 was the first mission that flew to the moon. They didn't land on the moon, but they orbited and right. came back. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And they took the that Earthrise photo that's so famous. Mm-hmm. I was pretty moved by this book. Were you? Yeah. And I actually read it, like, if you see on my Goodreads, right after I read this White Rose book, which mm-hmm. is a color book that I read recently. Mm-hmm. And this one is about the White Rose student movement against the Nazis. Oh, okay. Anyways. Oh, but I, oh yeah. I know. So it's shot. like... It, mm-hmm. I thought it would be like an emotional book, but I was way more moved by this moon landing Isn't book. Isn't that something? Yeah. Or non-moon landing. Non-moon landing book. Right. Um, it was really good. And it's like tons of great pictures. And it really like talks to the astronauts and their wives and other people who work for NASA and have all these different perspectives uh, on the Apollo missions. That's very mm-hmm. cool. Well, and very timely. Yeah. Not necessarily for Apollo 8, but mm-hmm. for the moon itself. Right. And I don't know if everybody knows why... Or what is happening this summer that correlates to that? Um, yeah, so our summer reading theme is uh, space. And that was chosen special this year because it's the 50th anniversary of Apollo 11, mm-hmm. which was the, the moon landing with um, Neil and Buzz. Neil and Buzz. Our buddies, Neil and Buzz. Yeah. Um, and... There's like a few really cool things like that, like NASA's doing to celebrate. Yeah. Um, um, did you see that email I sent you that NASA made all of their photos public? Did you see no. that? Oh, you may have been gone when I sent okay. it, so it might be in your backlog. But NASA was going to make all of their photos um, publicly accessible, so that might be part of that. And they have very cool pins and stickers and mm-hmm. things available that celebrate the 50th anniversary of the We landing. just got, I must have signed up for this. Now you sign up for things right. and they come and you're like, what's this? Like a box full of, of bookmarks and stuff. Oh, from fantastic. Some Space Institute. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be giving those away. Nice. Yeah. And then they're doing like some special webcast in July. So we'll have more information for that for you guys as it gets yeah, closer. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to talk about our reading challenge selection? Sure. We can do that. So I read Black Swan Green. Mm, two colors. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> so it's a British book. And so if you don't know, um, British people call great expanses of lawn the green. Oh, mm. All right. So this is Black Swan Green. So uh. it's called Black Swan and it's this great big park lawn so it's not like the green the color right it in terms of well it is green the color but in terms of um what it's describing Mm -hmm. it's describing and the town is called black swan green so it's it from the name of that green area and the joke in the book is that there have never been swans there so it's Mm. a joke that it's called black swan green (laughs) there is a green area but no swans. No swans. Yeah. White yeah. or black. Right. None. 
So anyway, this is written by David Mitchell, which is also the author of Cloud Atlas. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I have never actually read Cloud Atlas, but I hear good things. I think I, it's possible that I read a selection from Cloud Atlas in like an American Lit class. Probably. <laughs> I have heard different things about Cloud Atlas, and I think it's one of those books that you've got to be in the mood for mm-hmm. it. I, From what, everything that I have read about it and everything that I have read in terms of reviews of it, you either love it or you hate it. And I don't want to go into it thinking I'm going to hate it. So it's going to be one of those books that sits on my to-be-read list until I feel today's the day. Yeah. And that's where it's going to sit. So. <laughs> and I've never seen the movie. Of course, you know, mm-hmm. that's against the law. Right, I guess, for you. But also people didn't like the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Well, and, and he received amazing praise for Cloud Atlas. Yeah. So it's got to, it has to have resonated really, really well with a bunch of people to receive that high level. Well, and they made a movie out of it. Right. Yeah. Psh. But I mean, sometimes they do make movies out of not very good books. Tell me about it. So anyway, Black Swan Green, it was a really good book, actually. It was it was interesting because it takes place in the 80s. It takes place during the Falkland Island War. Okay. um, Which is south of Argentina. So this is when Argentina wanted the islands back and Britain didn't want to give them up. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, during the time... His main character is a 12 going on 13 year old boy. And it's interesting because it talks about, it talks about all kinds of things that teenagers went through in the eighties, even though they're in Britain. Mm -hmm. And and so it was very fun to see the relationship. Um, But at the same time, it says a lot of things that I was not even really a hundred percent sure what they were talking about. They had to verify and <laughs> and use a whole lot of context clues for some of the things, but the vocabulary was slightly different because they had because they had their own vocabulary for certain things, but you could figure out what they were talking about in most in most cases so anyway, it's about this kid and he has family problems, and he has a stammer that he hides from everybody that he's been working on with King's a speech uh-huh, kind of. <laughs> But he's been working on it with a speech therapist until um, the very end. And he secretly writes poetry for a magazine and nobody knows that he's doing it. And and so there's a whole lot of, of different things happening with this little boy. Things that you're like, well, how did he even know he could send poetry to that magazine? Mm-hmm. You know, those kinds of things. But it also did a really good job of showing what life was like for kids before cell phones and Mm -hmm. internet and how you left your house and your parents had no idea where you were Mm -hmm. for hours and hours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the kinds of trouble you could get yourself into when you were out and about and how the chances of your parents never finding out about it is a lot higher in the 80s than yeah. it is now. Well, some neighbor saw you. Yeah. yeah, but this kid had a lot of adventures, and, and I liked the book. I did find it a little bit, in parts, I, I was very upset about how this kid was dealing with his life, kind of, or how the author decided this kid was going to deal with mm-hmm. his situation. And I wish he had done a couple of different things, but... It 
was a really good reflection of on of what a kid's life probably really does look like. Mm-hmm. And it's got parental problems and it ends in in lots of family separation and you know, real things that happen to real people and it seemed like looking at this entire life through this kid's eyes over one year of his you know preteen to teen life was very interesting. So did you listen to that or I um, read this one, and it received mixed reviews. This one, it's funny because you read through it, and having been a teenager in the 80s, like you, right. you look at these and you're like, that's hilarious, because <laughs> it talks about his first cigarettes, his first kisses, first Duran Duran LPs. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. But then it talks about things that I didn't relate to, like Mar- Margaret Thatcher okay. and the incoming of gypsies into into their community, and and which were all very big things back for them. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't relate to those, but I could relate to, you know, all of the teenage things plus all of the family strife, mm-hmm. all of those things, very relatable. So, so it was educational and relatable. <laughs> So you recommend it? I do recommend it. I do think that it is one of those books that, you know, it's not going to it's not going to knock your socks off, but it's not a bad book to read, you know? Mhm. So no socks will be knocked. Well, you could take them off, I suppose. <laughs> it'll peel your socks off. Yeah, it'll peel your socks off. <laughs> uh, I'm not even wearing socks today. I, know, I never wear socks. <laughs> My hiking, then I'm not wearing socks. Um, so I was, uh, so last, last time I had mentioned that I was going to talk about Silver Spoon. Mm-hmm. So I will. Um, so Silver Spoon is a manga that was pretty fun. We've got like the first six volumes at the library. But in the first volume, it follows, what's his name? I need to remember people's names in books. The kid in my book is named Jason. Oh, okay, Jason. Mm-hmm. I was just buying you time. Thanks. His name is um, Hachiken, and he is from the city, and he was like a really um, driven student. I think it was a lot of anxiety not being like the best at okay. stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, in his parents um, seem to suck. Oh. <laughs> so, like um, they're really hard on him. Yeah. So he decided to instead of going to like an like a really academic high school mm-hmm. to um, go to an agriculture school in northern oh, Japan right. instead. Mm-hmm. You had told me um, about that. So it's really funny. He's like you know it's like a fish out of water story because he doesn't know anything about anything like mm-hmm. about animals or food. And like the one of the main kind of plot lines in the first book or two is about him like naming this pig and all his classmates are like oh no you know right. big mistake so he like commits himself to Ugh. like seeing this pig through its slaughter and then eating it to like teach himself about you know like the circle of life the or- it's <laughs> the lion king <laughs> um so that's a fun series like i said i don't really have <laughs> that's a fun series about pigs getting it's, butchered yeah. i don't really have much to say about it i guess other than that like um, learn a lot about farming, especially farming in Japan, and just kind of enjoy him. Do you feel like he goes on a journey? He does, yeah. 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 And he, like, makes friends and, mm-hmm. like, kind of learns a little bit, like, to 
Does he learn empathy or anything? I I don't know if that's the lesson of the book. No, I think the lesson of the book is more like that he learns to like let things go. Oh, okay. And not be not so be so perfectionist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then some other books with color in the title that I happen to have read. I read this one called The Black Coats, and I read this one for a review group. I don't even know if I'm going to add it to the library because I didn't like it. And I'm like, I wouldn't Ooh. recommend this. So if this sounds interesting and you want to read it, like, let me know and I will put it in the library. I just have it at home. But it's called The Black Coats. It's by Colleen Oaks. And it is, so it's about this teenage girl whose cousin was murdered. And this is really on theme for my reading this year, too. Big time. Uh, <laughs> so, like, before the book starts and she's been really... Um, upset about it, of course, and also thinks that, like, the the police had a suspect that just, like, let get away. Although, mm-hmm. like, it's pretty clear from early on that, um, the, you know, they didn't have any evidence against him. There's right. no way they could have prosecuted this. Sure. And she just feels that, she just has a feeling that he, he, this, he did it. He did it. And they let him go. Right. Right. Okay. Um. So it puts her in this kind of vulnerable position for this secret society called the Black Coats um, to recruit her for their um, vigilante organization. Oh, my gosh. So um, this um, organization called the Black Coats recruits girls who have experienced trauma to basically take revenge on men who have harmed women. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So she's and the reward or whatever, the way that they get them to say yes. So they say that they'll they like after a certain amount of time, they'll get to um, and they don't call it revenge. They call it like yeah, something done like evening or something. <laughs> but it's not revenge. <sighs> right. Okay. Uh, that they will be able to do what, the specific thing that they want to do. OK. Um, there's their specific revenge. They okay. will come later. OK. So she's like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, so she gets involved. Their training is, of course, happens in like only a month. And suddenly they're just like super badass and start going out and like terrorizing, um, you know, people. Sure. And like, I guess my problem was like, this wouldn't be a, they have to dedicate tons of time. It's just like an unbelievable like, it would make more sense if they were college students or something that didn't have, like, parents that they lived with. Right. And, um, like, a liability as minors that this woman in her 60s who runs this organization would recruit these girls who are so vulnerable because she cares so much about women that she's, like, going to punish these crimes. Anyways. Um, what a very strange concept. Yeah. And, like, for the over half of the book, I'm just like, ugh, I roll, I roll. And then it kind of gets, like, a little bit more nuanced but it could have been better Better. Mm -hmm. like she does start to think like oh actually maybe this isn't the best thing to do and you know maybe it's not good for us to be doing this right um because like when my review i wrote these girls need therapy not (laughs) revenge (laughs) and like you find out what happened to like a lot of her teammates as they're like Mm -hmm. beating up some person and i was like this isn't that's this isn't healthy a very strange yeah um so it was just kind of a mess. Tonally, it was all over the place. It was supposed to be like, I think it was trying to be like Alias. You know, did you watch Alias? Um, but like, like, I think it was trying to be really feminist, but it it wasn't. Right. It sounds very um, Oliver Twist. 
Kind of, yeah. yeah. That if I didn't, I don't know. I think it would have made it would have been more interesting if, and it's in the third person, so it's not like from her perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if the if it was going to take this tone, like like she's all in on this organization in the first person perspective, like right. that would have been more interesting. Uh-huh. Or if it would have been like this is a really manipulative organization. From the beginning, you know, like, that would have been interesting too. Right, that has that kind of allegiant, yeah, mm-hmm. idea behind it. Yeah, um, how very strange. It sounds like a gang. Yeah, but it's like as a reader, I think you're supposed to be on board with them at first. Isn't that odd? And I was like, I'm not on board with this. Yeah, that's and I mean, maybe if you were like a twelve, I don't know. I, I don't know what the psychological uh, kind of background this 60 year old woman has that would think that so this she is okay. started so there's there's like the book opens with this chapter of her backstory was that her friend was raped mm-hmm. in high school mm-hmm. they never told anybody right um but instead started this vigilante organization so she started this when she was a teenager and has been carrying it on for like 50 years and building it so she's never grown up no she's just worked for this revenge her entire life right okay so she's Peter Pan, essentially. <laughs> um, but also, what's the guy from Oliver Twist? Uh, Fagan? Fagan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peter yeah, Fagan. Peter Fagan. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, um, what I don't understand, so... And this, it's called black coats because they all wear cool black coats. So they're like Neo. Yeah. yeah. So when... This woman recruits these these young ladies to be a part of this group. Does this woman not have a family? Is this what she has dedicated her life to? This is it. She knows yeah. nothing else. So it's kind of like it's kind of like all of those evil mastermind uh, movies where the evil mastermind yeah. knows nothing else. This right. is all they have lived. Well, for. it's kind of interesting. So there's the two women mm-hmm. in the beginning and spoiler alert, the one who actually suffered the abuse as a teenager right. dies of cancer like halfway through the book. Oh, and yeah. then that's when the other one goes like full on um, murdery. Right. Murdery? Yeah. Because they're like, we just terrorize them. We don't murder them. Oh, now we murder Except them. Except for we secretly do. Oh. Um, yeah. Huh. So. And they're like. Let's encourage these teenage girls to murder people. Well, to right or wrong. They can't murder when they're teenagers. They graduate into murdering once they're a little bit older. But another thing with this this whole thing is that, like, she can't, when she finds out that they're murdery, she can't go to the police because the black coats part of it. are infiltrated the police department. Oh, well. But if the black coats are into the police department, then why isn't the police prosecuting these? That guy. Um, or just Any this whole them? series mm-hmm. of, like, violent crimes against women that the vigilante organization exists to deal with. Oh. It doesn't... Does hold, it answer it that does, question? No. Oh. It does not... That's a shame. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't want to read it. <laughs> yeah. Like I do have some unanswered questions, but I'll ask about those okay. later. <laughs> so I read that book, and I was like, oh, this has a color on the cover. Um, so Black Coats, White Rose, I mentioned earlier. White Rose is a, a verse novel. I read a verse novel recently as well for my weather oh. event, Hurricane Dancers. Did you like it? It was good, actually. I did like it. Yeah. So this one was good. It just, 
I feel like verse is really good to get you like right in the gut. Mm-hmm. And this didn't really get me in the gut. Aww. So I did find because this was chapter oriented. Uh-huh. So each each chapter was a different character mm-hmm. and the writing for each chapter was about that particular character. So I did find I liked some of the characters more than others. But that's to be expected. Yeah, for sure. So there was that one. Was there another one? No. Oh, I read another one called The Library of Lost and Found. That doesn't have a color in it. No, but do you know why I read it? Because, no. So, do you remember last year, in last year's challenge, we had to read a book about a place we'd like to visit. Yeah. And I read The Curious Charms of... Arthur Pepper. Arthur Pepper. Well, this person wrote another book, uh-huh. so I read it. It's pretty good. Cool. I mean, it was one of those lighthearted, mm-hmm. slight mystery yeah. kind of things. And it had the same feel as the Arthur Pepper one. So it was it was a nice, cozy book to read. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, and then I started a book called The Cerulean. What a word. It's a color. Yeah. yeah on a crown. Yeah. And that's what I know it from. Um, but I'm not very far in it. It's kind of like a longer fantasy book. So I'll I'll keep you up to I would expect that to be fantasy. Yeah. So the Cerulean are people. Mm-hmm. And their skin is like silver and their hair is blue and their blood is blue and they like live on a on a flat because cerulean is right blue and yes, um, they live like on a flat planet that's always tethered to a regular round planet mm-hmm. and it has to like, move around the universe and tether itself to different planets in order mm-hmm. to like survive and the main character they're all women um and the main character is like oh you know i wish that i could go somewhere else kind of a disney type of longing for adventure oh. and then they're like oh wait we can move the the planet. Um, this ruling are gonna move, which they haven't done for like a hundred years. Wow. And she's like, yeah. And then they pick her. She's the one that's gonna have to like sacrifice herself in order to break the magic that tethers them to this other planet. So Uh-oh. she, instead of moving, is gonna die. Wow. So I finished that part. She jumped off the edge of the planet, and then it's like switch perspective to the people down on the planet they were tethered to. So I'm not really. We'll see where it's going. Wow. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I don't know if she's going to fall down to that planet and but then be alive. She's magic, though, so that's possible. Very strange. I don't know where this is going. (laughs) So uh, for next time, Mm -hmm. what are we going to read? Didn't you say you had something? um... Uh, Well, if we can do the... um... What is it? Historical in another language? Is that what it's called? It was his... Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, it's... You can read it in English. And right, it, but it was originally written in a, or, or it came from a different language. It takes place country. in a non-English speaking country. That's, there you go. Yeah. Let's do that one. Okay. Okay. Oh, I could have just read White Rose. Aww. Oh, I'll have to pick another one. Yeah, I am doing The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Hmm. I'll have to look at my shelves and pick something. Mm-hmm. Or use the other one because you nah, already did it. I, I'm sure I can find something. I hope so. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, then, do we have anything else to talk about? That's a lot of book talk. Yeah. Today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of talk in general. Yeah. Yeah. Just some chit-chat. A little bit. That's all we do. Pretty much. <laughs> all day. 
<laughs> Actually, I don't see you very often. No, the well, day, I've been so. gone, and then we've been out at school so much. Yeah, I don't have your school. I haven't really been, been around. Here. No, they've been um, they've been really good. Good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say. As long but as they're good. Yeah. Yeah. You did have a crew in this morning. Yeah. For actually, tours. That was awesome. I didn't have to be a part of that. But they were there. But they were there. And that's awesome. And I was finishing my um, rainbow book list. Oh, good. Because um, it's Pride this month. That's so right. I put a display out. Fantastic. And update my book list. Excellent. With some new releases on it or newer releases on it. Good. Everybody can come check them out. Check them out. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for this time. Indeed. Um, my name is Becky. I'm Elizabeth. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Studio time for your shelf or mine donated by KLOG, Cooking Country, and 101.5 The Wave. Your local stations are proud to support the Longview Public Library and your shelf or mine. Good and great. Great and good. <laughs> is it for the greater good. For the greater good. For the greater good. This is the podcast for the greater good. For the greater good.